Welcome back to Koinia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Med Skeen sitting in for the mighty superhero Tom Brown. I'm going to hear about that, Bill. So uh, we have in studio Jim Hellman. And earlier we talked about the uh, downtown Phoenix church, the pop-up church, and some of the things that, that Jim is involved with and does. But, and Jim, I want to ask you, you uh, I was on staff with you at a church in this town, mm-hmm. and I watched you for many years. And you uh, basically grew up in, in the years of ministry in a suburban church. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to ask you, now that you're in urban church, downtown, hands-on, mm-hmm. what's the difference? Well, one of the things that we've talked about is that in the 80s, we would have what's called an attractional model where you were developing programs where people would come alongside and it gave a chance for people to get involved in different programs and you would attract them to the building. Today, uh, where it's a little bit different for us downtown, is uh, what's sometimes called a missional model, where instead of being um, centrally located, you get out amongst people in their mission in life. And you many times start with a question. Rather than saying, let me show you or give you a chance to look at the four spiritual laws. This is something that means the world to me. You start a conversation with, well, what means something to you? you And then you find out, well, fair trade coffee means a lot to you. And you say, well, I think uh, p- people uh, having an, uh, an opportunity to uh, have regulations so that that coffee is picked uh, as it should be and doesn't take advantage of people, well, that's important to me because people are important to me because of my faith. So then you say, and then you start to lean into that conversation, and then you say, well, I can come alongside that. And then that's where you get to inv- be a involved missionally in people's conversation. And when you embrace something that's important to somebody else and you can find the common denominator for it to be important to you, and then I get to explain it's because of my faith, because of what I've learned in reading Scripture, that that's important to me, that people are important to me, not to take advantage of children is important to me. So fair trade coffee is important to me too. Uh, Gail and I have witnessed you and Colleen walking downtown mm-hmm. and I've seen you build relationships. Tell me a little bit about what you guys do and, and the walks and the relationships and and what has gone on. Slow. Mm-hmm. It's slow, slow ministry. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to spend time in people's messiness and their and the difficulties of their lives. You've got to take the time to listen to their story. And you adopt part of the pain when you listen to their hearts break. And you realize that um, it's a broken world. But I'm a broken person too. And so I go back to what I said in a previous segment of Luke chapter 5, where the best thing I can do is introduce people to Jesus Christ. And by spending time next to him, that will come the anointing that will come, the healing. Any personal stories that you could share on air of some of the things that you've bumped into and people you've met? And well, one thing that's fresh in my mind just happened in the last hour, where we were doing a thing called Wednesday Wind Up, and a lot of times, Med, we're just handing out water, and so you think, okay, that's not a big deal, and that part probably isn't, except that I'm standing alongside. Very uh, people that work hard to try to make that park at Civic Space Park downtown activate it, make it more useful to people, and try to bring the crowd out. So I say, well, I'll contribute by bringing water. And through that, I I met one of the police officers, 
and I've known him, and we had a common denominator of we have a dachshund. He had a dachshund, so we would talk about dachshunds. Mm. Well, eventually the conversation turned where I found out that his wife has cancer. In fact, she has pancreatic cancer, and you know how serious that can be. Yes, I do. And so in that conversation, and it was Ash Wednesday that he came and shared that with me, and so I was a part of a group through the Council of Religious Advisors, which is a part of ASU and CORA. Yeah. And uh, we, I was imposing ashes on Ash Wednesday. Now, that's not something that would necessarily come out of your background or my background. Right. But I can use that as a way of communicating Christ's love. And so he had a, an affiliation with the church in his background where that resonated with him. And then the conversation said, and I do need to tell you. And so I prayed about, well, today I grabbed somebody. I said, hey, we're still praying for your wife. I know that's important to you. You know, Jim, as I see what you and Colleen are doing, what, what I appreciate about you, and I see how you guys let your hair down. You don't use your 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 doctrinal, although sure. it's it's solid. You don't use your denominational background. You just let your hair down and say, Lord, where do you want me today? You didn't come in with an agenda. You didn't come in wanting to change the world. You came in to see what God is doing and joined in on what he's already doing. And you kind of alluded to that fact. And there are different ministries downtown. Sure. And I know you work with them. Do you, do you know them off the top of your, your head? And, and who are they? And, and what are they doing alongside you? Well, one of the things that I did in that asset-based community development is we would walk the neighborhood. So I met some of the different ministries and churches that were downtown, and there's some really strong churches that are already there. And I want to be a part of what they're doing too. So I see strengths that come from out of some of those different churches and ministries. And so we lean uh, shoulder to shoulder, but I'm impressed by the capital C church. It's one church. It's not many churches. And uh, more and more, we have that sense that there are things that I can do that others just don't have time to do. I'm an empty nester. Colleen and I are empty nesters. We have time to have coffee with someone at 10 o'clock at night at Joe Bot Coffee when they have an issue. But there are other pastors that have young children that could never do that. I couldn't do that when my children were young and shouldn't do that, but I can. So it's a matter of being a, a part of a bigger picture and being satisfied that we're part of a bigger picture rather than trying to do everything myself, ourselves, and be all-inclusive. Try to be something and say, I'm going to take this element, this part of the wall, as, as Nehemiah, as we're rebuilding the wall, I'll take this little section of the wall that I will work on, and it looks like this. You know, Jim, downtown Phoenix is filled with ASU students and some U of A, uh, but they're a little more subdued and a and little older because it is a, a, a med school right. you know, or a you know, graduate school. Right. But those ASU students downtown, it's like they can dominate that area. And it might seem like this young man's area, but you have made it real clear that this can be a baby boomer ministry alongside you also absolutely and the different people groups that you've involved so these ministries and what you do it it involves everybody i, I want to be a voice for those that that are empty nesters and to, to keep your head in the game to stay with it spend this time with a younger group that may talk differently than you do but many of them grew up with gaps in their lives and if you're willing to be a part of that messiness and be a mentor and don't think that you're going to come in and download your information to them, but you're going to listen and start with the question, 
uh, what their life is about and listen to their answers and spend time with it. You'll find that common denominator, and then you get to start have a conversation, and then you begin a relationship, and through that, you get to share your faith with them. Earlier, you talked about what the downtown Phoenix Church does and how a name was applied to them called pop-up church. And in that pop-up church, uh, I've been to a few of those. Uh And I've got to uh, see your music ministry, which is wonderful. And uh, and what you do and some of your your guests like David Zook Uh and the people that are involved with what you do. And I got to tell you, I'm impressed. And um, you said that life is challenging and there's always a challenge. But specifically, just so from the outside looking in, what what are are the, the greatest challenges that you and uh, Colleen face. I think that as you talk to people, it's just the brokenness of many of them with their upbringing. Something that happened that was really pretty dramatic or something that set them uh, in a situation that's affected their life even today as a young adult. And so they need some encouragement. And so we stand as advocates on the sideline to be the cheerleaders for them and to just uh, applaud them and what they're doing and follow them on social media and to make comments that just say, you're doing a great job and fill in for some of those gaps that should have come from perhaps their own relatives, but just haven't. So be the good kind of uncle, good kind of aunt that come along that just applaud people for the things that they're doing and where they're growing, uh, both spiritually and many of them just growing to be fine young adults. So just uh, not just sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, but you actually live it out. You you are there with them, crying with those who need to cry, hurting with those who hurt. And Jim, I just applaud you for that. And I got to tell you, you know, so those are the challenges of just dealing with the messiness of life. Like you talked about earlier, life is messy. And relationships are messy, but it's worth it, you know, and the gospel can bring the healing. And uh, I'm just glad that you're downtown and that my son Jeff is is a part of what you do. Um, Jim, what can we do to help you again? Well, I would always talk about prayer. That's where it begins, to continue to pray for us that God would give us wisdom. Uh, Without a vision, the people perish. But I'm more impressed that the interpretation is without revelation, we won't find our way. And so I'm asking God to give us that insight. I don't want to fall back to just some kind of a template that I learned from a past history or something that I read in a book. I am impressed that every snowflake that God ever created is unique. Every fingerprint he's ever created is unique. So I want to continue to uh, to find ways to be unique for what God is doing downtown. And then to come alongside us, you can do it through social media, through DT phxchurch.com. You can go to our website or on Facebook, DTPHXChurch. You can also look for Downtown Phoenix Church on Twitter, follow us, and get involved in some of the different things that we're involved with to make the community stronger. And then lastly, people that just continue to contribute financially. You can give through our website. But more importantly, we're finding ways that we can do church less expensively so that those that are a part of domestic violence that we meet downtown that really are just trying to get their feet underneath them can also be a part. Jim, I am so glad that you were here with us in the studio today. And I know we'll see you again and hear more about what's going on at the downtown Phoenix Church. So call Jim at 602-799-9160 and have coffee with him. I've done it, and this guy is amazing, and you'll see what he's doing. So thank you again, thank Jim, you, for man. being here. Steve Lapin is here with us again. Uh, 
Steve, thanks for coming in also. And Steve, just last words. Thanks for inviting me and help us help needy people. Okay, bud. I appreciate it. You can, if you need to get a hold of Jim Hellman or Steve Lappin, you can call me, Med Skeens. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm the only Med Skeens on the planet. So God bless you, and we'll be right back because you are listening to Koinia Faith Talk, 1360 KPXQ.